Now back to the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. Hey, and we're back for the second segment. We certainly thank Miss Christina Rivas Jones with 100 Families, uh, a nonprofit community collaborative. You want to make sure that you get in contact with the Literacy Council of Bowie and Miller Counties to jump on board with the initiative and also uh, to lead those that are in need uh, to ensure that they move from crisis to stabilization. And it's always important that uh, they could get as many volunteers as anybody you know that they possibly can. To to assist them with this because like you said you know we're all just one step away from that crisis and so it's important that anything that we can do to reach out to try to assist these families and again it's not just 100 families that's just the name of the program right but as many families that we can and it, it can't do anything but help improve the community as a whole if they step out and they do these things right. and, it's and and sport. you know week to week we're talking about is crime increasing or is it not? Uh, are children uh, getting better in the classroom as they advance? All of these pieces, these begin with community collaborative effort to uh, to co- impact one by one. Mm-hmm. And those one are in, in units of families. And so then you go back to the question of what will we do? And so here we have an example of a pathway right. uh, that has 13 areas. Yeah. It's many of the same 13 areas that we're plagued with every day that we talk about yeah so mark yes in speaking of access education uh we talked about graduation rates we talked about employment we talked about broadband Mm -hmm. there's a legal issue or issues that are being faced in public libraries um and i dare not stop there there's one i mean it's existing in school and academic Mm -hmm. um and you know i'll be transparent uh (laughs) there is a burning fire within me uh but let's go with the facts um schools librarians public librarians academic governmental yes there are several sectors there um are on the front lines every day, whether they're checking out books, sitting besides patrons, patrons to ensure that they know how to, to uh, look up uh, resources on the computers. Uh, there are um, all kinds of technology, amplified programming. There's baby story time. Mm-hmm. Listen, the library has limitless opportunity. Now, in some cities, we don't see that. It's not as prominent. I reassure you it is an issue because what is happening is we're seeing across the country books are being burned. Books are being banned. Um, Librarians are being fired for and the reasoning that we're using is they race theory. Mm -hmm. And so we're taking books off of the shelf uh, when indeed it is your First Amendment right. First Amendment right. Um, and so that is why it has become a legal issue yes. in libraries. So we, we're not only are we chasing to see if books are still on the shelf, we're on the front lines trying to fight to ensure that people stay employed. Stay employed, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. It's ridiculous. Um, it really is. I mean, it's gotten to the point now, listen, um, you're, you're threatening the livelihoods of these people who are the guardians of the knowledge mm-hmm. that we can go and, you know, and look up and, and be able to use the resources there, all because you're trying to eliminate a part of your uh, history Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to to make you know, so people don't realize that you know this country was um, uh, 
a, a, a country that took place with involuntary servitude and they haven't made the atonement for it. And so this is the opportunity that they're saying, okay, well, if we take it out of books and we burn these books, mm-hmm. which I think is disgraceful. After all, you know, we do know we have history once again where we had a regime that burned mm-hmm. books. You know, and you know. speaking of history, hear me clear. There's there's two words that are used, banning books and then challenged books. Right. So th- that aspect of it is not new. Right. right. So you have books that have been challenged, The Color Purple, oh, yeah. um, Mark Twain's books. Yeah. You have uh, uh, Hop on Pop, Dr. Seuss. You know, there are several of them. And when you see there's lists by years. So just because a book may have been banned in 1977, for a fact, it was challenged. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was brought forth. It was evaluated. Maybe again in 95, it's not it's no longer banned or challenged. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have to follow the policies. I think there's like five or ten uh, that you're calling it out on to be banned mm-hmm. it's more prominent in schools you know of course because children are under 18 that's correct now what we are or, or some are calling to do is is if in fact we feel that children should not have access according to their maturity mm-hmm. then we need to put um uh, some type of caption on there yes. says for age appropriate yes. you know for 12 years or older or whatever the case yes, may because be. we we do it with ar the accelerated reader books right here yep. in the state of texas mm-hmm. we say you know this book is for grade level 1.9 Mm-hmm. So that's first grade teetering over into second, second right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so what you're doing is is your inclusivity policies have gotten out of hand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in that retrospect, this is my belief. My name is Lemoya Burks. This is my belief. Mm-hmm. As a parent, mm-hmm. you do for your house. That's correct. You don't get to dictate for the whole. That's right? right. My First Amendment right says that I have the right to have access to information. Now, let's go back to this, Mark. The challenge with that is... If indeed we sit down on this, anything that I may not know, it, it's locked up, That's whether correct. it be in a database, because remember, we've already crossed this. That's right. And if you don't think that it's, yeah, right, it's not locked up. It is. It's locked in a cost. Mm-hmm. Right. So you've got Internet and then you've got broadband. Mm-hmm. OK. If you look at the differences in the price and then if you look at the landscape geographically. Mm-hmm. So if I go as far out as past the city limits of Atlanta, Texas, mm-hmm. it's sketchy. If I go as far as Wombie, and correct. I did say Wombie because it's not Wamba. Right. Wombie. Wombie. <laughs> Internet service is sketchy. That's OK. Correct. And I know this for a fact. Mm-hmm. So hooks. Hooks. Yes. So we still have areas that we are still trying to get impacted with FY23 with legislation Mm -hmm. to extend that. Okay, that's one thing. But even with that access, you know, we've talked about if you give someone a laptop, does that does that solve it? It does not. It does not. That's okay. just the beginning mm-hmm. of it. And mm-hmm. if they don't have the the accessibility to be able to get on those things so they can look that stuff up, it's not even worth having the laptop. Right. And you have people that are walking into libraries that are even challenging it. Right. They're asking for the titles of this book because there are um, – there's a list of books mm. that are on this list that that are being forced to remove if we ever get to that. Mm. Um, and, and librarians every day are reviewing that list and making sure that those books are still on the shelf. Right. Um, you know, it's like grocery shopping. If you don't prefer Coke, what do you do? Don't buy it. Don't buy it. You pass right by it, right? right. Mm. Um, but, you know, if we're talking inclusivity, First Amendment right. I have a right to go pull and ask. You know, we talked about even the, the it was a Dylan Roof. He walked into Dylan the public Roof. library and we asked, well, how was he able to make that bomb? Mm-hmm. It is your First Amendment right to go in and ask for uh, the book on bomb making, right? That's right? As a library professional, you cannot 
investigate or 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 you know we call it uh bully him or or ask one or assume really it's an assumption Mm -hmm. what one is going to do with that information there could be some research about for a paper that they're doing or something like that unfortunately uh, we right we can understand where the balance is coming in because they have so much going on but again because of the first amendment you have that right to be able to go do that without being chastised right uh you know because of it Listen, I, I, I get it, and I understand that. I don't understand the fact that they want to try to ban these books um, because, you know, knowledge is power. The more that you know, the better off that the, not only you as an individual, but as a community and as a state and as a country becomes because it helps you to be able to understand what other people are also seeing and also feeling. And I don't quite understand why they want to go through all this other than the fact that they're just trying to hide mm-hmm. what – what has taken place. So you you're you're uh watering down the opportunity for self identification. Yes. And even one to step outside of their own positionality. You know, we talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh ex- libraries are exploratory. It is right. They are so- like anti-racist baby uh, with titles of course that are blankly leading one to know exactly what the exactly. topic of nature is. Mm-hmm. But again, these books are open and Welcoming the opportunity for people to get an yes. understanding. Yes, it's not. Yes. It's not to say that this is how you're going to govern your child. That is done at the home. Right. But this is to open it up so people understand what it is that they that they're looking at or what is possible. Right. Uh, so if if I've never been to Barbados, I can go to an encyclopedia, a handbook, a picture book, a website, an analysis. Um, it, the list goes on, yes. and and as I open that book or I explore it by searching in the digital fashion, mm-hmm. it, it's taking me to that place. Okay, yes. there's a connector there, and those connectors connect all people. Mm-hmm. So the question is: Are we agreeing to disagree to amplify communities to be diverse? W- at, the, at this particular moment, no, we're not agreeing to disagree because they just want to see the elimination of that. But the the actual point is that we should agree to disagree because, again, like you said, we should be open. It, it is the right for each individual in this country to be able to go and look for this information, access this information, and use this information in a manner in which they want to do that. And you're exactly right. There was a survey recently uh, led by the American Library Association <laughs> that did indicate that most individuals do not agree. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the force, uh, you know, just as we talk about with anything, is coming from those that are in leadership that are fi- trying to find any wiggle room to present this as something that is very uh, harmful. And, and we saw that this right. week. That's right. And, and again, <laughs> it wasn't it, even about her. That's you know? right. And, and, and use it as a scare tactic mm-hmm. to get people to say, oh, you know what? The government. Or people are trying to tell you how you're going to govern your child mm-hmm. at your house. And that's not the case. It's not the case at all. Nobody is trying to tell you how to raise your children. That is your business between you and your spouse, whoever it is that you're in the house with, and how you raise your kids. That's it. We're just saying that the information is there if you want it. Right. And you have access and, to and it. And let's just be honest here. This idea that 
it's to protect pornography. No. Y'all, there is no, no. there is no pornography. No. And and again, you have you make sure that you detail and you explain what pornography is. Absolutely. Okay. Um. Again, when it's age appropriate. Age appropriate. Now, we can't and you, expect a five year old, six year old to understand that, but we can expect a teenager. Right. To but in the sense that someone has a child with a speaking uh, disability. Ability is like what I like to call it, where um, it's hard for you in a conversation manner to express or explain to a child mm. your books, your literacy are support mechanisms. Yes. Okay, um, we have a caller. I think when you're speaking of trying to explain, even for a child through puberty, your books, your literacy are support mechanisms. When you yourself want better understanding or even the enjoyment of uh, being entertained, literacy is the answer. We have a caller on the line. Caller, good morning. How good are morning, you? Good morning, uh, Miss Burt. Yes. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good. Yes, ma'am. I was wondering, uh, I, I, I'm not quite ex exactly sure, but I think you're a librarian. But uh, I want to respect you, and then I think uh, we had a former first lady that was a librarian. Yes, ma'am. And so, but uh, when we have a library, you know, and then, you know, we shouldn't be, you know, you know, we're talking something about things being eliminated out of the library, but we have to go back to talking about the, um, in the history, they said that the new history is written by the winner. And, you know, and they talked about the halls of Alexandra that were uh, eliminated. But I just want to say, when we look into what type of literature that's allowed into our library, we want to see what application is this to reading, writing, and arithmetic, or to learning the scientific method. So, you know, when people say, I want to get in here and tell the children about my story, well, I mean, how does this help me to understand the uh, reading, writing, arithmetic, or the scientific method, or how to learn the APA standard, or whatever we've got going on here? And so... You know, I know people want to share, but what relevance is this to, you know, to successful and, and sustainability? So, so when you, so uh, when you, we, I want to thank you for calling. Absolutely. Um, because it's, it's through conversation that we better understand and we learn from each other. So thank you very much for that. Anytime. Um, when we go first, you go to the definition. The definition of anything leads to conversation. It leads to the explanation. Uh, one thing, so when you say scientific method, if I am a child or an adult even, and I don't understand the scientific method and its relevance to the real world, the real world applications are better supported through literacy. Now, when we say literacy, it's not necessarily a print book or an electronic surface of a book. Remember, information literacy is all things, whether it be health, uh, the book itself. Well, well, yes, ma'am, but I understand what you're saying about that, but I want to say, you know, without sounding too, you know, ignorant of this of this subject, because that's what they'll tell you, and I'm not a specialist in this subject. You know, but before we go into all this or that, you know, we've got a, a system that the, the uh, being taught evolution, and, you know, and different people don't understand what evolution does, and I'm telling you something, I'm a big person that believes that you know, depends on how evolution is taught. It it hurts the black community. You know, and you know, and you know, it, it you know because evolution teaches that there are different uh, I don't know, uh, hierarchies of mankind. And so, I mean, I think we need to start there before we get into all this or that or go into this other stuff. So let's so, start into what. But, but even with evolution, if evolution is the only thing that's an option in the library, mm -hmm. you, there you have already. No, I'm not, it's no. not. A, it's not the only thing. It's not the only thing. And 
you know, before we get into this other stuff of we're teaching the sex thing, I, I, as an adult, I didn't know that females were born with um with their eggs, and you start to lose eggs by a certain amount of time. You know, people need to be taught about their bodies. You have to go to the physician, and he teach you about your body. Well, it's it, no reason for us to have to. You know, we should be being taught about anatomy and physiology. You know, in a in a non sexual way before we're getting introduced to. You know, this is how I achieve my 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 my, my sexual preference. Yes, ma'am. We and I and I. I agree with you, but the the point here is that you got to be got to have the ability mm-hmm. to have that information right. ready available right. to you. At, at well, we level. don't even understand what critical race theory is. I mean, because that's so, what it is. That's the problem with it. Is no, no, no. I, I'm sorry. Please, I want to respect you. But you know, that's why critical race theory is a do- is a dog whistle for some people, and other people are talking about. Even uh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Um, uh, I'm sorry to educate this on here. She said critical race theory applies to law school, and that's what some people think, but that's not what mm-hmm. other people think. That's and right. so we're talking past so, each other. So let me clarify that. Critical race theory does not, it's not a direct alignment with law school. It is not. Critical race theory is affecting communities because what it's saying is uh, anything that has to do with differentiation. So whether it be um, um, uh, my color or uh, my gender, uh, you know, those things, those are the books that are being taken from the shelf. But, you know, it, it, here's the thing. If you limit. So, for example, you use the example um, uh, evolution. No, 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 no. I'm not wanting to limit. Um, we've got our Library of Congress and, and different stuff like that. But, you know, when you're saying I want my rights expressed, you, you understand everybody. When you're a taxpayer, you got different people that are putting into the pot. And True. so some people like right. say, oh, my part, you know, I'm doing this one. You know, and so. So. But what I'm saying with these library, let's go ahead on because we've got people. You know that are being lost. You know behind. And uh, you got ninth graders that really can't read that well and math and stuff. And so, you know, I'm not trying to get a break for the parents because I mean we, you know, I'm, you know, we live in a capitalistic society. Some of us are just trying to get these kids grown and trying to get them to be responsible citizens. And yes, you know, you explore what makes you happy in the bedroom. But you know, come on, learn how to read and write. You know, learn. You know, learn how to balance a checkbook. And be a responsible citizen. And those those are all dynamics that can also be found in your libraries. Your libraries are pairing to parenting school and 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 community wide based. Yes, ma'am. I I mean, like I said, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not not saying uh, to to what to eliminate anybody's library. You, I'm just saying to see what relevance this has to reading, writing, and arithmetic and the scientific method. You know, because. They've had uh, professors down to Baylor that have said if people do not, uh, uh, not that you just can recite evolution, but you have to believe in evolution. And, you know, this, and if you're a Christian or something like this, some people have reconciled that with their faith, but it really kind of goes against your faith. But to, to your faith, but ma'am, and what, so you know. Go ahead. I'm sorry, yes, sir, I interrupt so, you. But again, it's about having the ability to have that choice to be able to go and do the things you, that you're talking about. Right. Yes, and I'm all for that. But I'm saying, you know, uh, you know, there's some celebrities that some of us would love to talk about all day. I love macaroni and cheese. I love her, and I love crawfish. I love everybody ate macaroni and crawfish, and, and, and you know, <laughs> stuff. But people don't want to deal with that all the time. And so, you know, it's other types of variety. It's a buffet to life. Yes, ma'am. And so, I, y'all are being very kind, I, and yes. I really appreciate you. I, and I have a question for you at another date and time, and so okay. I'll call back at another time. Yes, Love ma'am. y'all. We so appreciate it. Well, thank that. you for listening, and thank you certainly for calling in. All well, right. We'll be right back. Yes. We'll be right back with more of The Sunday Show with Lemoya Burks. <laughs> 
and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. Most insurance ads end at competitive rates, as if that was all that matters. As your local insurance agent, that's just where we begin. We offer you personalized advice and service along with competitive rates. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. Okay, everybody knows all the things you can do in an Arkansas State Park, like hiking, canoeing, mountain biking, swimming, fishing, and so on. But did you know there are almost as many ways to stay? Choose from luxurious lodges, scenic campsites, quirky yurts, and now camper cabins, an affordable way to get outdoors but still have the comforts of home. Pick your park, your place to stay, and plan your next adventure, all at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Now back to the Sunday Show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're glad that, again, you know, I know this is a reiteration. We say it all the time, but we can't thank Derek we McGarry cannot. enough for all that he does to help this program. And, and you for and calling you. in. Yes, and we always appreciate the calls. Yes. Uh, you know, the 903-794-1047. We're always glad to hear from you. We love the, that the uh, the uh, the listening audience wants to engage, and uh, we really appreciate that. We really yeah, do. We do. We do. Um, so, you know, we've got 100 families that came in as a nonprofit community collaborative, and we do have those challenges that are facing our nation as it relates to our libraries, uh, literacy, and the inclusive policymaking and trauma-informed practices mm-hmm. that are ongoing. Um, and so, again, we thank you for tuning in. We want to make sure that you do uh, stay abreast on all things. We're saying it again. You are always welcome to always. call in, um, uh, whether it be uh, local, state, and national um, initiatives mm-hmm. and discussions. Yeah. So um, we want to make sure that we also make clear that um, the opinions expressed here on the station are clearly those of the host and not, and not representative of KTOY 104.7, North Texas County Radio. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, Certainly other things going on in the nation. We saw storms rolling through. We did. Um, and yesterday, we are Washington kicked off as a success. I was not able to make it, and but I wasn't certainly able to exciting make it either. But it. I hear that it was a very good turnout. And I hear that they were very, they, it was very well organized. And they have it set up really nice to let everybody know about the history of the uh, Washington School. And um, I'm sure that many, many of the members who were um, uh, students uh, at the Washington mm-hmm. School were glad to see the way that it was laid out and to preserve that their history so it doesn't get lost so the young ones can also understand where it is that they came from where their parents mm-hmm. came from or their grandparents came from mm-hmm. and so it was a very important event that took place yesterday and we're certainly beautiful, glad beautiful. and was glad to hear about all the positive responses that came from there yeah 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 um, and so so, you know, this past week or yesterday, you know, I flew in mm-hmm. and um, you're watching the country, as we say, open up more and more by and large. And mm-hmm. we're kind of working out how we're going to thrive. Mm-hmm. Even so, mm-hmm. uh, as the virus, uh, I don't know, are we still riding the wave, I would suppose? Well, at this particular moment, 
it's 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 rather it's it's flatlined and it looked like it's on a decline. Um, they are talking about uh, some issues going on over in Europe. You know, whatever happens when it starts in Africa, then it hits Europe, and then it hits the United States. So they're just trying to be mindful about what's going on. I hadn't heard about any new variants, so I think we're still only dealing with the Delta and the Omicron. Yeah. And so you know, it's a good thing that you know we can see a decline, so we can you know people's lives can get back to normal well the airlines are speaking of lifting the mask mandate uh there at the airports um i can tell you that it did do me good that we were all uh in one agreement Mm -hmm. that you know with the policy and regulations Mm -hmm. everybody was wearing their mask each time that i fly and so um that that also is proving that yes together we can do something of course even uh at times that it's not and listen uh, you know we all know that everybody has mask fatigue we understand that yeah a lot of people are <laughs> upset that you know they they're, they're ready to get back to normal and you know we may have to define what a new normal is right but at least you know that the the measurements and the things that and all the mitigations that they took in order to make sure that people it was very serious it still is very serious and so we have to respect the fact that you know these policies are in place and again when you start hearing the airlines talking about maybe making a change things are definitely on the upswing so mm-hmm. we you know let's just stand by and do and, and keep an eye on that yeah all right well we certainly thank you again for tuning in. Mm-hmm. And uh, now on behalf of myself and Mark White and all of the great and wonderful people here at Texarkana Radio Center, thank you very much for being our listeners and for being kind enough to tune into the Sunday show. Remember, you're listening to KTOY 104.7, the stations that cares about the quality of your life, the soul of the city. Please make sure to stay tuned for Miss Dee Dee Woods and Gospel Intervisions. In case you want to hear this show again, it will be rebroadcast at 6 p.m. this evening on our sister station, KTOY Gospel 105.9. And podcasts of previous shows are available online at KTOY1047.com. If you want to appear on the Sunday show, and we please, we, we will welcome you. We'd love to have guests on. Please contact LaMoya Burks at 903-244-3997 or myself at 903-276-1899. Please keep in mind that we prefer to schedule guests a month in advance. Listen, we love you, and uh, we thank you for tuning in. We hope to see that you'll join us next week. And remember, if you haven't registered to vote, take this opportunity to get yourself registered. Have a great week. Bye. The Sunday Show on 104.7 has been brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry, here to help life go right. The Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks and Mark White will be back next Sunday morning from 9 to 10. If you have any questions about the show or would like to be a guest, call LaMoya Burks, 903-244-3997 or Mark White, 903-276-1899.